Now, I don't know whether or not you were raised in church, but here's what I do know. Whether or not you were raised in church, you may still not know for certain that you're going to go to heaven, right? That you're right with God, that everything's okay. What if I lose my salvation? Can I lose my salvation? Now, my husband and I are both PKs. It stands for preacher's kids. And that means we were raised in the church. I tell you what, we were raised in the church. And yet we had very different experiences and um, a very different grasp of who God is and what the Bible teaches about going to heaven and whether or not we can lose our salvation. Now, I was raised believing that God loved me as a loving heavenly father who sent his son to die for me. He did everything. He accomplished all the work through his son and his shed blood and his resurrection, right? God cares about me and he loves me enough to die for me and he wants what's best for me. Now, my husband, on the other hand, he was raised believing God was a condescending judge who would condemn you to hell for the slightest moral failure. So you better get your body to the front of the church, to the altar on Sunday morning and confess whatever it is you did over the weekend, right? Or you may end up in hell. Well, I tell you what, if, if that's you, if you have wondered whether or not you can lose your salvation, then you're gonna to wanna to stay with me until the end today. I'm gonna to be reading from the book of Romans, Paul's message to the church at Rome. In ancient Rome is every bit as applicable to you and I right here, right now. And it, it's from that scripture that I'm gonna be reading that I drew out today's declaration, which is nothing can separate me from God's love, nothing and no one can separate me from God's love. And so like I said, we're going to take a look at Romans chapter 8 today, and we are going to look at what it says about what it takes to get into heaven and whether or not you can lose your salvation. Welcome to the Believe and Speak podcast. I'm Shauna Marie Bryant, and I post a new episode every Wednesday. If you're not a subscriber yet, why aren't you a subscriber? I'm asking all the time. I'm on a quest. Would you please click the subscribe button and also click the notification bell so that you don't miss an episode? If you like what you see, I hope you'll click like as well and engage in the comments. The comments are how I get feedback from you, and I want to hear from you. I've talked about how I pull things out of the Bible because the Bible is a message of truth and I want us believing and speaking truth so what I teach will empower your tongue with truth. And so today we're going to look at Romans 8 verses 35 to 39 and see what Paul had to say to the church in Rome about what, if anything, can separate us from the love of God. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean He no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell 
can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. My friend, that Bible passage opens with a question that is at the root of whether or not we can lose our salvation. Can anything separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus? And the answer clearly is a resounding no. Nothing can separate me from God's love. Will you say that with me? Nothing can separate me from God's love. I want you to know that you know that you know that if you have received Jesus into your heart, then there's nothing that you can do. Jesus died once and for all. He said on the cross, it is finished. He said, I give them eternal life and nothing can snatch them out of my Father's hand. Jesus said that we are His. We know His voice. We follow His voice. And if we follow Him, right? If we choose to follow Him as our Lord and Savior, He gives us the gift of eternal life. And nothing can snatch us away. It's not our sins that keep us from eternal life once we've received Jesus as our Lord and Savior. They're washed away. The Bible says that as far as the East is from the West, that is how far God has removed our transgressions from us. When we receive Jesus, the blood of Jesus washes it all away. We are made new. We are new creations. We are forgiven. Now, that doesn't mean we don't need to confess our sins. If you're in a relationship with someone and they have something against you, you know that you need to go and confess, apologize, seek forgiveness, and reconciliation in order to restore that relationship. And in order for us to have a healthy relationship with God, we want to keep short accounts with Him. We want to be confessing our sins, asking His forgiveness, restoring that relationship, because He's promised that He will do that. He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness when we seek that forgiveness. But here's the thing you don't have to worry about. You don't have to worry about losing your salvation. There is nothing that even you can do to separate you from the love of God. In 1 John, the disciple wrote, I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you may know that you have eternal life. That's in 1 John 5, 13. And right before that, he said, he who has the Son of God has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Again, if you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have life, you have eternal life, and nothing can snatch it away. The scriptures say that we receive the Holy Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. We have a guarantee of an inheritance in heaven as children of God. So whether or not you were raised believing God is loving and forgiving, merciful and full of grace, watch last week's episode. If you haven't, I talk about how God is not punishing us. He is not mad at us. He loves us. And that's what, again, what made me think of these scriptures when Paul writes about the hardships and the persecutions and all the things he endured. And yet knowing through it all that God loved him and God continues to love you and I, no matter what we do, no matter what we go through, his love is faithful and constant 
even when we're not. And so my friend, the question is not, can I lose my salvation? The question is, have I been born again? Because if you have been born again, not just of the water, through your mother's womb, but also of the Spirit, by believing and receiving Jesus, accepting all He did for you, that His death on the cross forgave you of all your sins. Again, if you have been born again, then my friend, you are going to heaven and you can be assured. It's kind of crazy that I write in advance, I plan in advance what it is that I'm going to be recording in the day that I'm going to be recording. And I had as an example that my husband, it was after we got married, that he he confessed to me that he didn't have that assurance. I'm like, wait a minute, you believe in Jesus. We pray together. You know the Father, you know the Son. He's like, yeah, but I was raised that, you know what, if you mess up, you just better get, you better, you better make sure everything's confessed because if you die with an unconfessed sin, that's it, you're out, right? He said he figured he had a 50-50 chance. I might wake up in heaven, but if I did something wrong and didn't get it covered, now he knows it's all covered. It's all covered by the blood, sins past, sins present, and sins future. My friend, you and I cannot live with the fear that God is watching our every move, just waiting for us to mess up so that he can send us to hell. It's his desire. The Bible says it's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to eternal life. So certainly as his child, if you've received him, you have that assurance. I already quoted it. I've written these things to you who believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you may know that you have eternal life. And I want you to know that. Like I was starting to say, it was just this morning as we were setting up and getting ready to shoot when an ambulance went past our house around the corner. My husband rushed over to our neighbor's house. He's our age. I mean, he's not this old, frail man but he suffered a heart attack. And today, this very day, he faced God. Was he ready? What's more important for me right now is, are you ready? Are you ready? If you believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you are saved. And my friend, nothing can snatch you out of the Father's hand. You will be in heaven with Jesus. Let's pray. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, I pray that this has been a message of assurance for those who, like my husband for so long, were like 50-50. Hopefully, hopefully I die when I'm on God's good side and, and not after I've done some, some little or big sin, that nothing can separate us from you. Nothing can separate us from you, Lord God. Thank you so much for that assurance. Your Bible is full of these assurances, Lord. And so I pray that you would speak to the heart of everyone who is listening to the sound of my voice right now. Do you know me? My sheep know me, it says in John 10. My sheep know my voice and they follow me. And Lord, you will never, ever allow any of those little sheep to stray away. You go after them. You leave the 99 for the one and you scoop them up and you bring them back into the fold. Lord God, I pray that you would do that even now to that heart that's gone astray. Remind them of your love. Remind them that nothing will ever separate them from your love because of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done. 
It's done. It's finished. He did it. May that relationship be restored as that little sheep is brought home. And if there's someone listening that hasn't made a confession of faith, Lord God, may they know that it's as simple as believing that you sent your son to die for their sins and to purchase a place for them in heaven that the gift that you give is eternal life. It's not earned. It's not deserved. It's by grace, not by works. There's nothing that we have to do. And that even includes when it comes to keeping short accounts with you. Lord, we want to do that so that we have intimacy with you and fellowship with you. But we know, Father, that we are saved through faith, by grace, because of Jesus. And it's in his name we pray today. Amen. I want to thank you so much for watching today. It was really on my heart to bring you this message, and I, I didn't make my normal points, teach my normal lessons, but I wanted you to know that you can know for certain that you'll be going to heaven when you die, my friend, if you believe in Jesus. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. I hope that you will subscribe and come back. I usually, like I said, do a little bit of a different kind of teaching, but today was um, just for you. I believe my neighbor had something to do with that. But anyway, I hope you'll subscribe, click that bell to get notifications, leave a comment for me. I would love to engage with you and like, like the video. I want you to share it because your tongue has power. Use it for good.